want to bring in Michael Zaremsky, the director of futures at Charles Schwab, to help us break down the week that was. Michael, good Monday morning to you. I said the week that was, I'm sorry, the week that will be is what we're talking here. Michael, good morning to you. Uh, very busy week, whether you're talking eco data or earnings. Let's start with some of the eco data due out. I did notice a, kind of a mixed bag I mentioned earlier in the show. You've got housing numbers. You've got uh, obviously the focus on jobless claims as well, but uh, a little something, something for everyone, as I like to say. Talk to us about what you have your eye on. Actually, right. You could probably break it down to three uh, particular segments there for earning, uh, for uh, economic data this week here. We have inflationary data there with the producer price index coming out on Tuesday. Now, we're expecting to see a little bit of decline there uh, year over year, down 8.3% from 8.5%. But the month over month, though, expected to tick up the 0.5%, which means that we're still seeing overall rising inflation. But the thing here is for the PPI, we've seen this number peak back in March at 11.7%. So it has been going down steadily uh, for the last, uh, what, six, eight months or so as well, too. So kind of like we saw with the CPI there, if we see a much softer than expected number as well, too, that could add a lot more additional support to the market because in effect there, usually when the wholesale prices start to come down there, eventually there's a little bit of a lag that's on the uh, consumer level there. So that actually maybe look better for next month's CPI data as well too. We also have how the consumer is doing as well too. We got retail sales out for October. Now we're expected to see a bit of a rebound there from uh, in September. They're expected to be up about 0.9% a month over month. We were unchanged there in September there. And if we take out the auto sales, they're expected to be up about 0.5% versus a negative 0.1% the previous month. So it looks like the consumer there is uh, still out there spending. And of course, we're getting into the uh, holiday season here as well, too. So we'll kind of tie that into some of the uh, retail earnings we're going to see here uh, as well this week. And finally, we have the uh, housing data out. We have a slew of housing data this week, Ben. We have the National Association of Home Builders. It's supposed to be down for the 11th consecutive month, down to a reading of 36. Now, and the home builder sentiment there is really negative there. They definitely feel they are definitely in a recession there as they just had a slew of problems, whether it's labor, whether it's the materials issues, and of course, rising mortgage rates, they're really cramping on sales. And that all ties into housing starts and building permits, which comes out as well too. Expect to be both be down about 2.7% for housing starts, building permits down 6.3%. Once again, a very volatile number month to month, but overall the trend has been moving lower. And finally, uh, on Friday, we have existing home sales expected to be down 8% month over month. Mike, the idea being here, uh, well, the big move up that we talked about at the beginning of the show in reaction to the CPI data last week tied to investors, the expectations that if inflation data, if the economy is slowing a bit, then maybe the Fed doesn't have to act as aggressively. Talk to us about the read through from some of these data points, the PPI, as you mentioned, the retail sales, the housing numbers, which have been pretty weak, the housing data. If these start to continue to come in uh, below expectations, does that sort of potentially add to some of the momentum to the upside we've seen? I think it might, Ben, especially that uh, PPI number as well, too, because that's really kind of set the market there on this upward trajectory here last week as well, too. So really, I, like I said, the market really wants to see that inflationary pressures are starting to you know, go lower there as well, too. So as long as you don't break that narrative there, you know, we are expecting to see maybe a little bit of a more upside and maybe probably test that 4,100 level there in the S&Ps, right, that 200-day moving average. Now, I think we also have earnings out this week, Ben, we do, as well, yes. too. We, we, 
and especially those big retailers out. We got the big box stores, we got Walmart and Target there. Those are kind of the key ones that I'm gonna be focusing on this week because we gotta see how are they doing on their excess inventories? Mm -hmm. Are they working that through and try to get that back to a good level there? Plus we also get kind of the read on how is holiday shopping going so far, mm -hmm. Ben, because that'll kind of guide there for the uh, next quarter as well too. And are the consumers out there spending despite higher inflation? Now we also got a couple companies that are benefiting from that excess inventories. We've got Ross Stores and TGXO, so I expect to see probably some decent numbers from those two, especially going into the holiday season as well too, as uh, consumers there look for some of those uh, bargains there to fill their holiday stockings. And then of course we have uh, some of the retailers that have kind of struggled a bit as late, something like a, a Kohl's stores or, or even a Gap as well too. Are they kind of seeing things turn around a bit and what their expectations are for the, uh, the holiday season as well? You know, Mike, I'm looking here at uh, some of these names. I know one of the big things has been, well, and I'm curious if it's going to be the same thing in terms of the retailers' guidance, right? We not only want to see how they are headed into the holidays, but what are they looking for into the new year as well? I'd imagine it's going to be a primary focal point. Exactly right. I think the guidance is probably more important than actually what they report for their earnings and revenues as well, too, because even as let's face it, that is old news as well, as well too. We want to see how are they going forward? How are they managing, like I said, those inventory issues there? Are the consumers there still out there spending or are they starting to pull back? I think a perfect example is we're going to hear from Home Depot and Lowe's as well, too. We talk about how the housing market has really, you know, gone downward as well to impossible recessionary levels. What's going to happen there for the, you know their sales as well too, or is the consumer there who's not maybe buying a new house? Are they going to spend some money there to maybe uh, you know rehab their current place or make some improvements there as well too? So it all kind of ties in together here as well too. The economic conditions, like I said, housing there and how that translates into earnings for companies like I said, like Home Depot and Lowe's. All right. Lots to keep an eye on here. Mike, appreciate you joining us. Michael Zaremski, Director of Futures at Charles Schwab, helping us get ahead of a very busy week in terms of eco data earnings and focal points for investors and traders.